Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host Andy Goldstein. Now, look at the amount of words on this script today. I mean, it's huge. It's almost like J.K. Rowling has written this one herself, but she hasn't. So uh, let's move straight on. I mean, it's no surprise she hasn't. That'd be weird. If I said she has, that would be weird. Anyway, we begin with Harry Potter. No, we don't. It was a busy night of Premier League action last night with five games. Five games. And we had all the reaction, of course, on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10 p.m. If Manchester City fail to beat Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, then Liverpool will be the champions of England for the first time in 30 years. It is now just a matter of time. A terrific, dominant cruise. Liverpool 4, Crystal Palace nil. It was a brilliant game. If you are involved in, in this, if you are so close as I am to these boys, then you cannot be more happy than I was tonight. Uh, uh, the way the boys played, the way, we, the way we performed, the passion we showed was so exceptional that there were moments when I couldn't believe it. That, that it's possible to, especially after being 4-0 up, then showing it still. That's important because it shows that we are just, we don't do it because we have to, we do it because we are convinced it's right. The boys are convinced it's right. And that's why I love it so much because it's, it's an important sign for us. And um, yeah, the goals were brilliant. The football was outstanding. So it was a good night. Honestly, it was like boys v men out there. I mean, yeah. I feel a bit for Palace because they're up against a brilliant team. And Liverpool, they're just too good. Yeah, there's no other way of putting it. It's not Palace's fault, you know. They can't compete with Liverpool. They're just too good. They're, they are miles and miles ahead of Crystal Palace. Miles and miles ahead of most teams. You know, miles ahead of second place Manchester City. And I think that there's probably an element of the fact that it was so easy that the game was over pretty much at half-time, even before that, maybe. Rashford now picks it up, gives it back to Martial on the hat-trick. That is brilliantly done by Anthony Martial just to lift it over Simon Moore for the third goal of the game. And Manchester United are home and hosed. And it's a hat-trick for Anthony Martial, this time quite exquisitely set up by Marcus Rashford. It's Manchester United 3, Sheffield United 0. For me, when he's in the box around about the six yard line the first one that is uh, stretching for it and he, uh, he guides that into the net that's for me a big step forward for Anthony as a striker to be there and score uh, the first and the second maybe but uh, we know we can he can do the the skills for the for the third i still think united needs something else i still feel as though they they're not quite Ascension. there 
I think you probably need another centre forward. Other than that, Manchester United are starting to look like a proper, proper team. It's finished. Norwich nil, Everton one. Everton up into the top half, but life gets no better for the rock-bottom Canaries. They're six points from safety with seven games remaining. Now Traore's going to take it deep. He whips the ball across to the far side and Wolves have got the lead. And it is Raul Jimenez. Jimenez grabs the goal. It's exactly like they did at West Ham. Wolves won, Bournemouth nil. I think we dominate a very good team on Bournemouth, but in the end it causes problems. He had such a good players. And, and possession so happy for the clean sheet uh, because the festival were very good I want the players disappointed uh, they are disappointed um, I want them self-reflecting and analysing they're doing that uh, they care deeply about the football club they care deeply about the town and they're hurting from the run of results we've been on so I think they're good emotions as long as you come out positive the other side Adame Troyore. He is good enough for Champions League football. I believe he's reached the sort of heights and his quality in the final third now, his delivery, his his knowledge now, and his, he's learnt from his own mistakes. You could put him in Liverpool, you could put him in City, and he would not, not only would he not look out of place, I think he could actually get to a place where he could actually demand a first-team place. I have to say that overall, Aston Villa, this will be a good performance by then. Long ball lobbed into the area by them, comes out the edge of the Newcastle D... But there goes the referee's whistle. Finished at St James's, all square. Newcastle one, Aston Villa one. The disappointing and frustration thing for us is that after getting in front, getting in front and not seeing it through because of the one thing that we have been good at is seeing it through. And to give a poor goal away like we've done, we had a great chance of winning the match. And... Uh, didn't see it through I do believe yeah I mean we had 10 games to go we've got 7 left now um, and our performance levels are, are getting there defensively I think we've we've uh, put to bed the, the big chances that we kept conceding soft ones as well I'm saying that but we give a soft one for the goal today where it's from a throw in something and that's one one moment of a lack of concentration um, but we're getting there now the QPR director of football and Premier League legend Sir Les Ferdinand gave his opinion on whether Harry Kane needs to leave or stay at Spurs this was on The Breakfast Show with the wonderful Laura Woods alongside Ali McCoist and Darren Bent. I was just going to say, Les, I had this vision in my head last night, mate, when Harry Kane's going through with the goalkeeper to, goalkeeper to beat. I had this vision of Merce sitting in a living room somewhere with his head, his head, his head in his hands saying, no, Harry, no. <laughs> I mean, he's always going to score goals, isn't he? Yeah, I think, listen, we, we all know, you know, you, you got Darren and yourself, uh, we, we, we all know that, you know, as centre forwards about the supply chain you get and obviously when Pochettino was there they was on the front foot they were probably the best pressing side in the division when he first came in and so Harry was getting a host of chances Mourinho's coming he's had to do something a little bit different but I still think Harry will get chances and I think throughout the game yesterday we saw him get chances he missed a couple which Mercer must have been delighted about but um, <laughs> he, got, he got the one in the, the end and I, I love Mercer you know what I mean I, and I it's magic Les do you think if he stays at Spurs he can get near Shearer's record or do you think that is just maybe too advanced I think if he stays away from injuries down and we have to say that he has picked up a few in, in, in recent years I think if he if he continues you know when I think Mourinho's going to go and strengthen there's no doubt he's going to go and strengthen the side I think if he can bring the players in um, then he's got a great chance of, uh, of breaking that record. Let's move on to QPR. Obviously, you guys are seven points off the off the playoffs. Like it, it must be. Do you feel like you can still get it? I thought the weekend was a, a, 
a big game for us. We, we, we If we'd have won that, we'd have been seven points off it. Yeah. I mean, we have to believe that we've still got an opportunity to get there. It's going to be tough and we're probably going to need to win the remainder of our games to, and, and, and a few people slip up for us to, to get in there. But um, uh, we're certainly making progress in terms of, of where we have been in recent years. Les, I want to ask you about Berici Easy. Obviously, he's been so talented this season. He's been fantastic. Is there a fear that, obviously, if you guys don't get promoted, that maybe one of the, the big clubs will come and get him because he's been absolutely sensational this season? You know, I, I, Darren, I've always been honest with this. And um, we're, we're a club at this moment in time that, unfortunately, that every now and again, we're going to have to sell one of our assets to keep us going in the direction we want to go. And we know that at some stage, as you said, Easy's been fantastic this season. He was the end of last season, so there's lots of clubs looking at him. Um, the only hope is that if we do sell him, we sell him for the right price. That means we can move the club forward in the way that we want to. But we're realistic to the fact that we're going to have players at our, our club that who catch the eye and at some stage a big club's going to come from. And one of the big talking points of the last 24 hours has to be David Lewis's contract extension at Arsenal. Darren Bent, Gary O'Neill and Trevor Sinclair all had their say. First and foremost, you'd probably say, what are they doing, Arsenal doing? But then when you start to think about the squad and the state of Arsenal at the minute, and with the injuries, as you said, I don't think he was left with any choice. I think he had to. He knows him. He knows at times he's going to make mistakes, but I think Arteta must be okay with that. I mean, he is costing you games, but if he knows him as a person and he can't really get anyone else in because of the injuries, then I can understand why he's done it. And it is just a sad state of affairs of where Arsenal are at the minute, because you'd know full well, when you've got someone who keeps constantly making mistakes and costing you points, you want to get them out the door or get them in the team. But then you think, well, are there no young kids coming through that maybe could get the opportunities and no one from the academy that could maybe step up and give them give them the chance? But I feel like Arteta at the minute has got his hands tied a little bit because you're right, he's got all these injuries. He can't get, bring some players in that he probably would like to. So what else can he do, really? David Luiz is, is an excellent footballer. He is one of the best passing centre-backs I've seen. His, his, his array of passes with both feet is brilliant. But at times, defensively, he goes to sleep. He thinks he's better than he is when he, when he defends. He's better in a three because he's got cover. In a four, sometimes he can get torn apart. I've seen it too many times in a blue shirt, and I've seen it so many times in a red shirt this season as well. Um, he's a lovely boy. He's a trier. He, 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 won't, he won't shirk. He's not, he's not one of those that will hide. He's not a leader in the true sense of the word. But I think it probably tells you where Arsenal are and what they're thinking about next season. And the fact that they signed... David Louise in the transfer window this time last year for around about £8 million. And I said to you the other day, if he's not good enough for Chelsea right now, why is he good enough for Arsenal? I think it's a big signal of, of where Arsenal are at the moment. Um, that the fact that I feel like they've just sort of settled on this one rather mm-hmm. than, than going out and trying to find an improvement. He is a fantastic footballer. He's got great distribution. Passing skills are second to none. He's, he's got experience right at the top level of football. Every fan who knows about football in this country knows that he's got a mistake in him and he will get exposed at times. But it's about concentration. It's about focus. I believe you can teach old dogs new tricks. And uh, I think Mikel's going to work really hard with him about taking the mistakes out of his game. Now we can head over to drive time. And Adrian Durham had some stern words about the EFL and their lack of progress with the Bay manager problem as Neil Warnock takes the Middlesbrough job. I'm a pal of Neil's uh, and I'm pleased to see him back. We both are. 
But what's the point of the EFL pretending it's addressing the underrepresentation of mm. BAME managers when clubs and owners can just totally ignore it? Will Middlesbrough be punished for this? Well, no, they won't because they actually haven't broken any rules. And this is the amazing bit. Yes, it's mandatory now for clubs to interview at least one black or ethnic minority candidate for any vacancy. But as the EFL stated, it's only mandatory when clubs consider multiple applicants for the role. So if, they're, if they've got the man straight away, that's it. So what's the point of it? The little caveat, that little get-out clause will lead to clubs getting out of the responsibility, their obligation to even listen to any black candidate. Middlesbrough, they might... We never, we'll never know. They might have missed out on a golden ticket. Why didn't they think any black coach out there could have a plan to keep them up now and then build a project that could lead to unprecedented glory for Middlesbrough. The Rooney Rule being introduced in the EFL, it's an illusion. Let's put it that way. It's been brought in such a way that it can easily be bypassed. It means the suits at the EFL can say, yeah, we brought it in. Whoever decided to bring the rule in in this current format needs taking out of the decision-making process because they literally don't know what they're doing. They're simply making it worse. Now, two former Hammers are in the studio with Natalie Sawyer, Gary O'Neill and Trevor Sinclair, and they gave their thoughts on the current situation at West Ham. I just look back to the start of the season, you know, when they had, they had they started really well, didn't they? And they, I think they drew against Man United was sort of the last decent result they had in that yeah. run. They had Haller, Anderson, Lanzini, mm-hmm. Antonio playing off the side and you thought, cool, I wouldn't fancy facing that front four. You know, that's going to cause people problems. And yeah. there were scouts from other clubs saying, West Ham are going to do well this year. They're causing teams problems. They look sharp. They look lively in the final third. And it just seems to have just like nosedived from where they were. But I do think short term, David Moyes is going to have to keep going with, with what he believes, try and scrap his way to getting enough points to stay up. And then next season, they, they just need an overhaul. They just need they need to shift some out and get a good few players in. And just on that, Gary, you know, you're talking about the, the, the Manchester United win. I think longevity in good players, sometimes you've just got to be humble. And I feel believe in the hype and it's, we're not talking about kids here these are experienced players but sometimes you believe your own hype you know you get sucked into thinking you're a good player listen get back to the training ground humble yourself and work hard again and go again and go again and that's when you see players getting into your 300 400 Premier League appearances not the players that have a couple of good games and think they've made it and I think you've just got to stay humble and stay true to yourself because the reason why you you made it into the Premier League is because you were humble and you kept working and you you know the, the knockbacks you got or the disappointments you got you dusted yourself down and went again and I think some players again sports psychology some players forget about these tools that they had to get them in the position where they're at and I think sometimes psych- sports psychologists could be helpful to players to refine that form that got them to the Premier League and, and, and the status that they've got. In a word, though, both of you still confident West Ham will stay up? I'm not confident. I'm not confident. <laughs> no, I, I, OK. I think, Different I to think, Ian Abrahams, who I'm sure will say different. I think they'll just have enough, Natalie. Just. Just have enough. Oh, just, though. West Ham just. I'm praying. Now, there's three more Premier League games tonight and we can hear from all of the managers involved, starting with the Arsenal boss, Mikel Arteta, who not only has massive injury problems, but has lost both matches since the restart. They travel to Southampton. At the moment we are playing with the players that we have, my job is to make them as good as possible. They are players that have clipped um, a lot of clean sheets under me, that they've been undefeated for 12 games, and uh, and they've done really, really well. So I don't like to judge players just uh, when they lose, but I know overall... 
where can we strengthen the team, but as well that we have some players that they are very valuable, that they've been performing under me really, really well, that I trust them. Yeah, not more confident than in a normal pre-match situation. I think this we know that the Premier League game is always tough and every opponent has his quality and Uh, especially when they have few injuries, they're coming new players, uh, they are hot, they want to show up. And then sometimes uh, I, I remember in, 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 in autumn that they played with very young players and young team and they have been very successful. So uh, I don't see the lack of quality for Arsenal at the moment. Now Burnley are back in action now for the first time since those idiots flew that plane over the Etihad earlier on in the week. Sean Dyche praised how his captain Ben Mee handled the situation ahead of their game against Watford tonight. It was my decision to let the captain speak. There was a number of players felt very passionately about that moment. So I must be, you know, I want to make that fair to my players because a number of them said about it and, and most of them actually um, who have like Twitter accounts. So I said, look, for now, Ben will do the talking and I'll do the talking. So to make that clear, a lot of our players were all um, disgruntled and upset by that and wanted to somehow let people know that so it was my decision to let Ben speak I thought he did a very good job by the way um, very authentic as, as the man that he is um, you know and, and, and I played my part with as well on behalf of the club and I know the CEO has been out and the chairman as well so you know I think we're united as a club um, we can't speak for everyone in the town but I'd like to think this needs to be looked upon as a, a small case of, of individuals rather than a whole town and a whole club. And the final game of the evening is Chelsea against Manchester City and with Sergio Aguero out after having knee surgery, Pep knows his squad can make up for his absence. The impact is, is big. So to win the Champions League, I throw in the right moment, the right time, in the best possible condition as possible. But in the same times, the situation is where it is. And when that's happened, sometimes the clubs make uh, or the teams make a step forward, the rest of the players, to solve these, uh, these situations. So that is what you have to do. We have to wait and hopefully he can help us against Madrid. And if we will good enough to go through, so maybe for the next rounds, uh, if we are able to, to knock out uh, Real Madrid. But we will see. But at the same time, we have to to move forward and, and with the players that we have, take uh, the desire and the wish to, to try We have to be realistic and have to be honest. We look above us, we look below us and we try and amass as many points as we can. I think Leicester have been fantastic this season, we know that. But with three points off them, we have to, um, we can be aware of. Um, but we also have our own tough games um, in front of us. So I think it's something that we need to uh, absolutely focus on ourselves to try and uh, get as high up the league as we can. Leicester are at one place above us. We, we obviously set our sights there, but the competition is fierce for top four. Um, I'm not focusing on Leicester or just Manchester United or just Wolves or just Sheffield United or Tottenham. I think we focus on ourselves. And last but by no means least, the best bits of my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday at Thursday from 10pm. Have a listen to what only happened last night. Next up on the show is Ali Murs. And he's here now. Oh, wow. Absolutely shocking. Oh. It's not bad, is it? It's it's terrible. I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to try and be not. I mean, Jason, you're, 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 you give him something honest. You're, 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 you always give him sticks, so come on. Oli, I'm in no place. I'm in no place to start criticising singing voices, mate. Oli, Oli, I think you'll find, I think you'll find, Oli, that me and Jason Cundy have had a number 23 hit, I'll have you know. Yes. No way. Yeah. Really? With, okay. with Diamond Lights. Do you remember Glenn and Chris did Diamond Lights? <laughs> Come on, give us a rendition now. Come on. 
Wait, Darling, wait. I love you. Those diamond uh, lights. I'll always want love you. Of you. Huh? What do you think? Huh? I think he's gone, Ollie. I think he's actually That's gone. We'll have to call him back. Where he is, he's fell off laughing and cracked his head. Yeah, the phone's just I think gone so. Dead, I think so. We, we try, I'm just looking through the glass, even though I'm at home. We, yeah, we're getting him back now. What happened to him? That was a bit weird, wasn't it? It's almost like yeah. we were too good for him, Jay. It's almost like we we're too good for him. Like he couldn't believe it. Like he'd phoned the wrong radio station. Hello? Ollie, what happened to you? I don't know, mate. I think my phone slipped. I don't know. So I, <laughs> there's a big red button. I, I pressed it. I didn't know what it was, but it, 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 it hung up, so. Right. When when we're done with this interview, I'm going to send you the link to that song, right, Ollie? Oh, please do. Honestly, guys, that was so funny. I will. I will. <laughs> Hang up on us. Hang up on us, Ollie Murs. I'll have you know. I'm going to put the phone down on you this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for another podcasty thing. A reminder, of course, you can download previous and future podcasts simply by going to Acast, Spotify or Apple Pods. As I mentioned, there's three big games happening today. Southampton against Arsenal, Burnley against Watford and Chelsea against Man City. And of course, after the final whistle on all of those games, obviously, make sure you pick up the phone 087172334 and have your say on my show from 10pm. That's it. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.